Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host, Miss Shannon. Yes, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon. Do not be concerned, anyone. I was just out yelling during the final four, so I'm fine. But <laughs> sounding much lovely on the other side and much more lovely than me on the other side of the studio, my good friend Cassandra Brazier from Financial, our financial advisor and branch manager from ClearStep Financial. Good to see you as good well. Morning. It's good to be here. Yes, there's so much energy going on now that we are moving into spring. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today because yes. I love this topic because I know it's very much the it's never too early to contemplate your financial health mm-hmm. and it's never too late. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are just different things potentially depending on what uh, we're going to talk about different decades of your life. Right. And and that some of these things may apply, but you may find that you might associate to a different decade and that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. So because we all do. We, we talk about this a lot on the show that we all take our own path, our own journey. Sometimes there's U-turns. Right. right. Sometimes exactly. There's roadblocks and, and sometimes, construction. Sometimes you get stopped at that four way stop <laughs> and nobody right. knows when to go. So you're that's just waiting. Right. So you're just there for like, a little exa- while. Exactly. All right. right. We're, we figure it out, though. Right. So we encourage you to be part of the show today. The number is 651-641-1071. Also, uh, although we having a wonderful discussion today also want to remind you that securities and advisory services offered through harbor investment inc member finra sipc that's right yes so in addition to this um you have i we always encourage people to go to the clear step financial website yep. for a variety of reasons we have so many so much educational material resources I know it's funny. We, we I, you know, I tease my mom obviously, but she talks <laughs> right. about, oh, I got lost in a website. You could, you probably could get lost in our website because we, there's so much going we, on. There is. Right. There's. I mean, if you really, if you're looking to do a deep dive mm-hmm. into financial and you know different investment topics and things all across the board, um, we have one of the advisors that you know works with us, and she picks and chooses what she likes on the website. She does a fantastic job, Kimmy. Anyway. And I think so, that's lovely, though, because yeah. if you're a person like me that wakes up in the middle of the night and you you make the mistake of reading a bunch of articles that are in your feed, <laughs> at least I have some place that I can refer back to yeah. and go, look, calm down. Here's some. Here's the information that you that is you know is valid right. from a source uh, from a source I know I trust. Yeah. To help weed through the maybes because they yeah. should you know once you read one article it's gonna give me seventeen more. Mm-hmm. So my feed right now is all like should I be worried about what's going on in the market and what's going on in cryptocurrency like related right. things. I was like this will panic you and keep you up all night. So go look it over will. here. Right. Yeah. And we actually, we, we have a great My Talk page on mm-hmm. our site. So if you, you can even go right to it, clearstepfinancial.com forward slash My Talk. Right. So that'll take you right to our spot. Um, it's real easy. So if you, if you're at a point where I just need some help with yes. things with my retirement or my investments, great. Set up a consultation with us. It's complimentary consultation. It's great. I mean, I, it's so fun. I really love working with the My Talkers. We, we have a lot of fun with them. So right. Anyone who's at that point and you're ready, great. Go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com forward slash My Talk or just clearstepfinancial.com. You can get there either way. Right. And then just poke around. Yeah. Once you get there, you'll be fine. Right. Right. And I think that that's also a good description of what we're talking about today. Because although we're looking at it from, uh, 
you know, we're moving into spring. This is a good season to take stock of some things that are going mm-hmm. on in your finances. But each decade, each generation, there's lots of things that you can take stock of. And I do appreciate what you're saying. Like maybe you're in your 40s, but you were waiting on things a little bit. You mm-hmm. didn't have time. You, were, you had other things that were going on. It's okay if we bring up some things that you're in your that that we are encouraging you to look at during your 20s and 30s. Yeah. If you haven't done it yet and you're in a different season in your life, that's okay. Right. Right. You right. can always start. Self-identify which decade you're working on right now. Absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Absolutely. <laughs> because they're all worthy goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just helping people kind of move in that right direction. Right. What is, what's the next step for you that makes the most sense? So as we go through these things, you can pick and choose. You know, just a general question about the process at ClearStep Financial. One of the things that we talk about is finding an advisor or someone that works with you that communicates in the way that you you need to have things communicated to you. So mm-hmm. what are the kind of things that differentiate the way that you work with your clients mm-hmm. than other you know people out there and other fi- financial advisors might do? And that's a good question. Mm-hmm. This is what I would say. I think... Like you said, you want to find an advisor that you're comfortable with, that right. you can, that you don't feel bad asking a question to. And I'm constantly encouraging people and clients. And in fact, there was the, there was a lady that I was just emailing and talking to. I said, and she just said, I just, I'm not understanding this. And I said, let's get on the phone. Right. Right. So I think the, the biggest and most important thing is that you understand and are confident in what you're doing. Whatever that is and with whoever that's with. Right. And so as long as you have a good working relationship with who you're working with, I think that's important. And so what what I know my mom is the same way. What we really try to do is teach and educate. And so that's a big part of when we're talking to people and working with people. We are happy to explain things two, three, four, ten times. Right. Because some of this stuff is most of it is not common it's not common conversation. Right. Uh, some of the terminology might be confusing. So we do our best to really make it simplified, easy to understand. It's You can take complex things and, and concepts and you can make them easy to understand. I mean, right. you, we try, we're trying to do that with our kids constantly, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things where we personally, as advisors, we want our clients to feel confident and happy and secure with what they're doing right. and understand it and know what they're doing. And so that that's one of our biggest things when we're working with people. And if something doesn't make sense, I always encourage people, reach out. I always tell people, I was just talking with another client, a couple clients. I said, you know what? I'm glad we met because she said, I knew I, I knew I was fine. I just needed to see it. Yes. I said, great. What does the evidence? Then you got to let me know that. We're very evidence-based. Yes. Like I sometimes go, all right, you made this decision, but then I have to go and even tell myself, go back to the evidence because Mm -hmm. my internal critic, my internal megaphone will get really loud and tell you, oh, you're messing everything up. It's like, no, no, no. There's no evidence to that. Right. You are not messing things up. Oh, but that's I know. What you in your brain. Our little voice is right. like our worst enemy Absolutely. at times. Mm-hmm. So, but if you yeah, if you're at a point where you just you want to have a second set of eyes, you want to you want some of that reassurance. We have people that come to us and say, "I've never worked with an advisor, and I'm about to retire." Fine, mm-hmm. great. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people that are already retired, and they say, "You know what? I've been retired." 
But now I'm a little nervous. I want to make sure I will be able to stay retired. <laughs> because right. Otherwise, there's, you know, what happens if my money runs out? And I think it's great that we have this show so people can see what it's like to work with an advisor. Because mm-hmm. before I met you and even, you know, as someone who anytime somebody said, hey, can I talk to you about your finances? I'm a financial advisor. It always felt like. You know, somebody's trying to sell you something you don't mm-hmm. trust it. I'm like, where do you like? I don't have any. Uh, you have all these yeah. reasons why you don't. Right. So I don't think some people really understand how the process works. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's always good where you explain there's a complimentary consultation. Yeah. You're not trying to hook them in to like some. Right. It, I, I think it, I believe from talking to people who aren't familiar with the process, they often are scared to do it because they think they're just talking themselves into like some subscription plan or something that's just going to end up sapping the resources they already have. Right. And they don't understand why it's of value. Right. Mm -hmm. No, we go through a great overview process. The first time we're just gathering information and talking and going through and getting a really good understanding of where people are at. Right. And then we look at that information and all of, you know, anything that they have right now going on, whether it's 401ks or IRAs that are out there or just different investment accounts. And we just look at all that and yes. see what makes sense, what isn't maybe in alignment with what you're doing or trying to do or you say you where you want to go. And then we make those recommendations. And then anything that we end up doing and working with people on, great. We get paid by the companies out there. We are, we're fee-based, we're fiduciaries. Mm -hmm. And so you're not writing out a check to us for our our planning services and things. Like I said, I I explain this to people. I want to make sure people understand that. Mm -hmm. So there's not going to be a a bill at the end that you get in the mail that you're surprised or blindsided by. Um, It's, it's a great process. People really, really get a lot of value. And no matter where you are in your financial health journey, you deserve wise counsel Mm -hmm. you deserve help if you are trying to work something out and you've had this hurdle or this milestone or this goal that you haven't been able to reach you deserve to have somebody walk you through that and i think that's also why people don't make that first phone call is they go oh no i'm not a kardashian i'm not this i'm not buying mini mansions Mm -hmm. like you still have goals that are important to you and your family and you can talk to someone who will help you achieve those goals Mm -hmm. and also celebrate what you've already done Absolutely. I agree. I think it's you want to celebrate the good things of what you have done and what the the good decisions you've made. And you don't want to beat yourself up if you know there's something you did that you're you you realize maybe after the fact I shouldn't have maybe done that. That's okay. Right. That's okay. Let's just start where you're at and let's start taking, you know, going in the right direction. Right, right. And so we are going to help you with that today. And so, again, while we're going through this uh, before we go to break, uh, Cassandra, why, how do you help determine what we are doing generationally and how we're being able to do what you do in your 20s and 30s and 40s? How mm-hmm. do we help can create those general guidelines? The general guidelines come somewhat just from um, a time frame standpoint, from retirement, or even just where typically people tend to be at at those points in time. And again, this is very general because mm-hmm. you could be someone who you started in high school, you were saving, you had a great savings going into your 20s already. I mean, those are the outliers, right? Right. Um, or people that maybe, hey, you had a fun 20s, right? <laughs> right. Yes. So maybe it's your 30s that some of these things might apply. But so these are just more general th- things for people as they're starting out their life, their careers, different kind of foundational things to look at in your 20s. And, and again, that kind of 
leads into the 30s as well. There's overlap or maybe your 40s, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's where, and then we'll talk about as we get into the 40s and 50s, you're getting a little bit closer towards retirement. 50s and 60s, a lot closer to retirement, right? right. 60s and 70s, you're in retirement. Right. So mm-hmm. it's those are the things. We'll, we'll be talking about those specific things in those periods of time that typically people are looking at, focused on, concerned about, needing to address. Right. And you can also, again, be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Happy to be here with my friend from Clear Step Financial, Miss Cassandra Brazier. Reminding you can be part of the call the phone. Just call us um, part of the show. Just call us at 651-641-1071. If you've just been going, okay, I have something I've just been noodling on. Mm-hmm. This is a great time to just go, okay, I'll just get it out. I'll talk to Cassandra. We have an expert here. It's easy for you. Again, just call 651-641-1071. So today talking about the different mm-hmm. Decades of, of when you can start things or when you may have started things and just giving a general guideline for things. So we're going to start with our 20s and 30s, right? Just jump right into the yeah. 20s. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're out of college or at least you're in your 20s, right? Whether you went to school or what, what your path took you on. Maybe you jumped right into a career. Maybe right. you started a business. You know, who knows what your path mm-hmm. was. But so you find yourself in your 20s. One of the first things that I would recommend doing is starting to build up uh, some savings just in your savings account. Real simple. Mm-hmm. And look at whatever your monthly expenses tend to be and try to get to, if you don't have much in there now, try to get to one month. Yes. Then get to two, three. The goal would be to get to eventually three to six. Mm-hmm. So that would be one thing to work on is just to have a nice cushion there. Right. And then be as disciplined as you can to only tap into that when there's something urgent and unexpected. And I am still in that particular process with myself personally. But when I do the math, the math now, I'm like, oh, I wish I had started doing this when I was in my 20s because I had more. <laughs> That's a bigger number now, six yeah, months for me. Yeah, so I'm is, like, right? well, it would have been nice if I had a bigger base from <laughs> if I had started sooner. So whenever you start, it's great. Yeah, it's absolutely right. great. And it's, and it's a continuous work. I want right. to say that too because I don't, I look at people and I talk to people all the time and it's natural that that will be a continuous work in process mm-hmm. because those things are going to come up that right. you're going to need to use it for. Or we have a time like 2020 where everybody, right. well, not everybody, but a lot of us, our careers were in absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going, wow, you know, right. just making up for some of the things you did or you buy a house and you had to like siphon something. There's right. all kinds of reasons, like you said, right. where maybe you went down. So we're not going to go at, uh, make decisions from a position of lack. Right. We're going to make decisions from a yes. decision from a position of strength. And thank goodness it was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just a continuous. But usually usually you go into your 20s not having it. Mm-hmm. That's so that's a lot of people. That's most of us. Um, and if you did great and if if you didn't or if you're in a different decade and you don't have it yet that's okay start right. working on just building that up that's a good it's a good um, foundational piece to have in your finances and a lot of times when you're in your 20s and 30s is when you start having the type of employer where they might have uh, plans that you can be a part of. And mm-hmm. I think that it's great that you also encourage people to start working with those plans and learning right. what they do and, and, and going, oh, that's what a 401k is and how it benefits me. Mm-hmm. And I would absolutely, if you're, encourage people, if your company does have a plan, any kind of 401k plan, and there's a match, no matter how tight things are with your budget and things, do whatever you can to at least put that match in. Right. So if they would match 3%, just do it. Just 
See what you can do. Absolutely. I just, I just start somewhere. You, encourage, mm-hmm. encourage. Do at least the match. Right. Um, you'll be so thankful you did. Even if you have to cut out something else that you that you want at this point, just see what you can do. Be as creative as you can to make that work. Because it adds up very quickly. And it that's does. what we're trying to do is help people get to that maximum number as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And it is harder to do it on your own. So if you have somebody that's going to help, right. do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's one of those things too. Um, in your twenties, a lot of times that's when you you have the first opportunity to participate in a four hundred one k plan, right? And I wouldn't get too caught up. At, most plans nowadays have those target date funds. So if you're not sure and you just don't know what to do, just at least pick a target date fund that is at least close to around the time when you would likely retire. Okay, you can always change it, right? But the biggest part is just starting it, participating, at least doing something. Right, that's the biggest thing. Right. Right. And then our friend Carla's favorite thing, you're looking into your life insurance, right? <laughs> Which I, I think that when you're at that age, uh, you're going, well, I don't need life insurance yet. Right. And you go, no, now's the time well, to look at it. Yeah, there's some reasons for that. And mm-hmm. even for children, we even talk about that. So um, we, you know, we have done that for all of our children. And we, we I've talked about that many times. And some of the reasons for that, it's not necessarily that that they may die, which which is always a for any of us. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, they may not. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't. Mm -hmm. But how many of us know someone that has had a health condition pop up prior to our 20s, maybe or in our 20s or when we're early on in life at a point where we never thought that would happen? And so that's one of the big reasons, too, why we do encourage get some kind of life insurance, because there will come a point in all of our lives, whether it's sooner or later, that we'll likely be insurable. Right. So that's one of those things where you can you can get it pretty inexpensive still. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that it may increase over the next number of years just because we are seeing more and more people pass away right. for all different reasons. And so that when that happens, right, if the life expectancy starts to decrease, right. then we'll likely see the costs increase. Right now, it's still pretty darn low, like the right. lowest we've seen in a long time. So. Well, Cassandra, we always encourage people to be part of the show and call us at 651-641-1071, including our friend Jen, who is on the line right now. Jen, do you have a question for my son, friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial? Yes. Um, I was just wondering... Our house is paid, but we still have the payments coming out, and it's just going into savings. What, um, where would we be better suited to have that money be going to build money for us, to start making money for us? Well, that's a great question. So, first of all, congrats on paying off your house, Jen. Hopefully, you had a celebration. That's always a nice <laughs> milestone to cross. Um, so, that would depend. Are you retired now? No. You're not retired. Okay. How close to retirement are you? Um, I'm 52, so I got a little ways yet. I've, I've cut down to part-time though. I'm working part-time. Okay. So I'm kind of half retired. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a few areas that I would look. So do you have any other debt? No. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Then, Congratulations. Yeah, that is fantastic. So what yeah. I would say is I usually look at where, how is the, how is the short-term savings? So I would look at how much do we have there, and I'd start working on at least a portion going towards building that up. I'd look at the long term, because you are at a point where you're probably within 10 years. I don't know when your retirement kind of goal is, but you're probably you're getting closer to that if you're in your 50s. So I would look at that and see where you are on track for that and look at likely putting some towards that, depending on what you already have. And then there may be a, um, some left to do some midterm planning on where we might 
look at saving something then in a bucket that would be liquid, but like you said, still grow more than what it would be in a savings account, but still be available for you. So I'd that those would be the places I'd initially start looking, but I don't know, I guess, what amounts and where without knowing the rest of your picture. But does that kind of mm-hmm. give you a little bit of uh, of an idea there? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. are there one of those buckets that she should focus on first if we're going, okay, if it, let's just say, and Jen, I'm not sure as you, as you mentioned, let's say Jen had no buckets yet. Um, but mm-hmm. she, and so she had this. So let's say she was starting one of those three buckets. How does she prioritize which bucket she should do first? Cassandra? Yeah. I think one of the biggest things right now is going to be retirement mm-hmm. because of the time, the, the more time you have when you're saving for retirement, right. the less you have to save. Right. So from that standpoint, I would I would say there's likely going to be a portion of that you're going to want to put towards retirement, whatever that looks like. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, then I would look at your short term bucket. The midterm would be the last priority. OK, because you can live without that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice piece to have. But you want to have your you want to have at least building up your retirement because you're approaching that. And then you want to make sure you've got a, a short-term cushion. Otherwise, if we don't build up that short-term cushion and, and something happens, you you may have to dip into your retirement early, which is what we don't want to happen. Right, right. Well, Jen, thanks for calling and congratulations on helping uh, meet, uh, meet some of those goals already. Yeah. Thanks. I'm happy to talk with you further, Jen. If you have more questions, just let Sonny know. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jen. Everybody else out there, you can be part of the show as well at 651-641-1071. Telling you some information on what you can do regardless of what decade you are in your life. Courtesy of my friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. We'll be right back here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available on MyTalk1071.com as a podcast. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier, our financial advisor and branch manager of Clear Step Financial. Is that still your title? What is a title? Exactly. I know. I've been, I've just had that on here. I'm like, so you're like, you're all things, but we just always encourage if you're a, my talker and you want to, you know, just make sure you tell them you're a, my talker and you'll get Mm -hmm. Cassandra or Carla so you can get a familiar voice. Cause I know that sometimes you're going, I haven't thought about this before. Mm -hmm. You just want to have a friend. And so you already know Cassandra, you already know Carla. Just tell them. We'll take good care exactly. of Exactly. Right, right. And so that, you can just go to clearstepfinancial.com mm-hmm. to go and get that. Or you can call 651-600-0855. So right. did we, as we're going through the um, different ways that you can like m- just mentally think about your finances, depending on where you are in your life, do we have anything we need to wrap up in your 20s and 30s before we move well, on to our 40s? The only thing I would say on that, or, or two maybe things, is that when you're looking at um, earlier on in your career, consider a Roth. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to so many people that are close to retirement that say, I wish I would. That's one of the biggest things. I wish I would have done a Roth when I was younger. Right. So it, again, that's it's general. It's a general recommendation. So may or may not apply, but for a lot of people, it, it would that you could, you should consider a Roth, consider doing a Roth IRA. And for anyone out there right now, if you qualify for a Roth directly, you can do that still before the tax filing deadline on what is April 18th this Mm -hmm. year, I think. And you can put up to 6,000 in there if you're under 50, 7,000 if you're over 50. And if you haven't done it for 2021, you still have that window right now to do it. Otherwise, you can do it for 2022 still, you okay. know, until next filing deadline. But even for those people, because then people will say to me, oh, well, we make too much. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. There's just right. additional steps we need to take. 
but there are ways to do it. So if, if you're in that boat and you've thought, I can't do it anymore because we jointly, we make too much for the limit. Right. You got to reach out to us right away, though, because we only have a couple weeks here if you still want to be able to get money in for last year. And this is always what you want to do is you want to be in a position where you're like, okay, that's a good problem to have. It might it be is. a little more complicated. Right. And I think that that's part of it is that you, when you have that, we're doing We'll put well in air quotes. Mm-hmm. It's how to get you to that next one where you're doing great. And mm-hmm. I that, and, and you and I have talked about that before where there's that in between that is very difficult to get to that next step. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. Right. You know, so. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Like you said, it's wonderful when you can you work hard and you're earning more and you're making yes. more. And then sometimes then you realize, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. And there's additional challenges and problems that come along. Right. right. With, with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's pros and cons. So. Right. But, um, but just reach out if you have questions or if you're not sure how to how to do something or how to get something done. Um, just reach out to us. So the Roth, yep, when you're in your 20s and 30s, can be a great tool to have. Mm-hmm. And then also a midterm account. We talk a lot about that. Um, right. It's funny. I was talking to a, a gentleman that I, I've worked with him now. It's been probably almost 20 years. And he is getting close to 40. So I started working with him when he was really early on in his 20s. Yes. And and he just was putting like $50 a month away and just little by little. And now he wants to buy some land and he has... Um, well over twenty some thousand in there that it's just he he barely he didn't miss it right right and he th- and he said to me he said I'm so glad you had me set up this account <laughs> all, right. the, all that time ago right. right because he said I you didn't miss it and now he has you know some money to put down as a down payment mm-hmm. so it, it's one of those things you just you you get going on good financial habits early on and it can. It can make a big difference, and so. it's like, it does become a reflex. Like once you do it the first few times, you're like, how? like I remember the first time because I when I I, I got a check because they come in because I'm an independent contractor mm-hmm. and I got my calculator out and I was like, what's twenty percent of this? I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Like, just, <laughs> just put it away before yeah. you even just put it over there. Right. And now it doesn't even. Now it's the opposite. That I'm like, oh, look how much I get to put in my savings yes. away for it. I'm like you'll. You're, I'm not put. I'm not burying it in a brick, right? You know, dropping <laughs> it in the bottom of the ocean. I can. I still can access it right. if I need it. But it's nice just to go. Well, that's over there. But it is, like and I'm a still muscle. getting everything done. It's like right. a muscle, right? So if you if you haven't done it before, it just takes a little bit more effort initially. But then, like you said, it becomes both easier and fun. Exactly over time, right? So get those muscles, those saving muscles going. Yes. So let's transition. So really what we've talked about so far could really apply to 20s and into the 30s. Those mm-hmm. are all things people are usually working on building up. If you have kids, you might be starting savings for them, either 529 plans if it's for college, an UTMA account could yes. be for just a general account for them that they can have at 18. Um, there's also, I know we've talked about this, where there's, if there's special needs kids, that you can have an account because I know that um, funding can be or, or what is in their name yes. right, can be impactful to right. them mm-hmm. with their benefits. And so there are some special funds out there that can be their, theirs yes. um, that they can have and they can be an inv- it can be in an investment that they get a debit card for. Right. And especially if they're a child that will likely be independent and be able to, you know, do their shopping and live on their own and so forth. This can be a great type of an account that doesn't impact their benefits that you can little by little save over time in or maybe they as they get birthday money or whatever it is right. that you want to put it away for them and then they're able to use, like I said, a debit card to use the funds inside of there over time as they grow 
grow and as they're on their own. And so. I love having those type of things because sometimes what you're, you know, you're, you're still working with a kid that has a delay, mm-hmm. but it is a learning process. Right. And so that gives you more time to help them learn how that works mm-hmm. so they can thrive and be as autonomous as is appropriate. Right. And so going, no, here's where it is. Here's how, because it just, it's hard enough teaching, you know, all of us that don't have an additional challenge, how to keep track of that. <laughs> right. And we discussed that before where sometimes you didn't have the best modeling, uh, you know, as a young person or you didn't have somebody explain it to you because it wasn't something that was a school course. Right. And you're just like, oh, I don't know all of those things or and may, what those words mean. Or maybe mean. your parents did try their best and you, and you were like, listening. I know better. Exactly, right. And you're like, <laughs> I'll do it right? on my own. I know. <laughs> right, that does happen too. So being able to set it up so you can figure out an appropriate way to yeah. talk to your kids regardless of where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going, no, no, we're going to discuss this. Yep. And you're going to know from an early age some things like that. I think that that's fun and fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're so, giving them great tools. Yeah, those are. There's lots and lots of things out there for kids. So mm-hmm. let's let's shift. Let's yes. jump now into the 40s and yes. 50s. That's where you and I are now, right? right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> we're, we're heavy in that that those those decades there. So if this is what I would say, if mm-hmm. you're not as far along on your savings, that's okay. But it's a good time to get going. Yes. You know, make make this the time that you start. Like you said, just you just do reprioritize. Just like do I had these accounts before. Things happened. They yep. ended up getting drained or, or, or not completely depleted, but I had to use some of the funds that I wasn't necessarily expecting yeah. to. And now I'm like actively working on going, OK, let's build those back up. Right. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's where people are at. A lot of times uh, you may have had a few different job changes. So right. people may have old IRAs out there or maybe old 401ks that just are sitting there that they never got moved anywhere. It can be a great time to consolidate those, move them into one IRA. So okay. they're all in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can decide where you want that. So we help people with rollovers all the time. If you haven't started a Roth yet, this could still be a good time to do that is start the Roth again. Like we said, you still have time to do it for 2021 right now. We're still in that window. A lot of times, even through your work plan, you may have a Roth 401k option more and more and more and more. Right. I'm seeing those available inside work plans. So it's just a matter of kind of looking at deciding how much do I want to get as a deduction today? How right. much do I want to put towards that Roth bucket if you have that ability? I see some people do all in the Roth. Some do half and half. Mm-hmm. Some don't do any, which is fine. It's really, it's up to you. And it just depends on how you want to pay your taxes. Right. But even a 50-50 mix, because we don't know what taxes are going to be exactly. in the future, mm-hmm. um, might make sense for you. But you just have to look at, if, you, if you're someone who has been dependent on, or, or not dependent, but you've always put all of it into the 401k directly into the tax deferred and then all of a sudden you start putting some in the Roth you won't get as much deductions when you do your taxes so you okay. just have to be aware and prepared for that yes not necessarily a bad thing as long as you understand then you don't have those taxes in the future on right. that money so you will pay them next year when you do your taxes but right again so I'm not giving tax advice it's just one of those things where it is, you know, it's an opportunity that's out right. there and like so many of these things in your financial health do, you know, you might have to tweak them as right. you go and go, right. all right, this was OK for me now, but yep. now it feels a little tight. So maybe I'll bring it down. Mm-hmm. So any of these changes, you can make additional changes to them. You're yes. not locked in. No, for yep. you know, in, infinity. And I've seen people okay. to sometimes say, well, what about my match in every plan I've seen? 
it doesn't matter where you put your funds. You can put them in the Roth bucket or the regular traditional 401k bucket and your match will go into that tax deferred bucket. Okay. So I've always seen people still get their match. Okay. Now you can double check on your plan just to verify that. But as long as you're putting it into the plan, mm-hmm. you typically then you still get your match. Okay. But so that's that's one thing. And again, just like in your 20s and 30s, if you've got that 401k plan, make sure you're putting it up to the match at yes. least. Um, above and beyond that, then you may have extra funds and we can always look at what's going to make the most sense. Like when Jen called, we have this extra savings. Where should we put it? It partly depends on what your picture looks like. Mm-hmm. Cause some people we say, well, you might need to heavily, you can heavily put it towards retirement or we might say, well, maybe you want to initially put some towards that short term bucket. Okay. Or if you're funding all those things. And then there's, like you said, life insurance. Sometimes people have grandkids that they want to do some things for or do some gifting. I mean, it really, Depends on what your picture looks like and, and where you're at and where every where all your assets are sitting at. I saw this and I meant to ask you before we went to air when you're talking about what's a DCA? What are we? What is oh, that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these are new letters as far as I'm concerned. You're going to know what a dollar cost average. Yes. yes. Okay. I do know what so, that is. Now. I know. Ah, yes. That's what DCA means on the notes here. Okay. <laughs> Got you. But I mean, we can go over that again and why mm-hmm. the, you know, when we're going back into how do you come up with your strategy for what you're saving, what mm-hmm. you're putting away in your thing, and why you do that dollar cost averaging, which really calms a lot of us type A that want to like mess with things on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, because of now DCA dollar cost DCA. averaging. Now I know why I want to <laughs> put it in there and do it on a consistent basis. Right. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. it's that whole concept of, do you want to buy that pair of jeans at full price or do you want to buy it when it's on sale <laughs> right. and when it's a lower price? Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing with the market when the market goes down, which mm-hmm. the market goes down and everyone freaks out yes. on the news, right? The world is ending. <laughs> and so no one wants to put any money in. But right. That's when you're getting it on sale. Right. So that is a very common conversation I do have with people. And that's very normal. It's very normal that we get a little anxious when the market goes down. Absolutely. Because the money that's in there has gone down in value on paper anyway. Right. But as long as you leave it and you add more to it during that time, you can come out that much more ahead when it turns around. Right. When things start to pick up again. Right. So. So sometimes like, uh, you know, my, my friend and I always feel very. Uh, proud of ourselves where it's like, what'd you do? I bought the dip. Like whenever. Yes. <laughs> That's the ideal. Exactly. That's the ideal for dollar cost averaging. Right. So the fact dips. that we go, yeah, we bought the dip. And you're like, yeah. we're like, good for us <laughs> knowing what a dip is and like taking advantage of Good it. job on your DCA. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we come back for our next, uh, our, our next segment, what are we going to cover in our final part of the show today? We got to wrap up those 40s and 50s and then we got to get to the, the 60s and 70s. Those people that are in their retirement years got a few tips for you as well. Right. And you can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 107, also available on MyTalk1071.com. We appreciate you being part of the show. Again, you can call us at 651-641-1071. All right, so we are mostly through our our, our 40s and 50s? We are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a few things I would say, because a lot, I've seen a lot of people's lives can change and take drastic right and left turns or U-turns, right, in our 40s and 50s. And so whether there was a divorce, a marriage, all those things, one thing I would say is, 
check your beneficiaries. It's a good time to check your beneficiaries, especially if you've had different life changes happening, whether it's a marriage, a divorce or a death or whatever has happened in in your life during those decades. Um, check your beneficiaries because right. it's good to do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, so always do that anyway. That's one of the things that you usually remind people like, hey, at the beginning of the year, just go look. Right. Out there, right. Do mm-hmm. that. Another one can be to go online and uh, onto the Social Security website. If you haven't checked that recently, I would recommend going on there, logging in. If you don't have a login, it's easy to create one. Go right. to ssa.gov, go and log in and just see, make sure that your income is being is being um, you know registered correctly. Fair enough. Because you want to make sure, because especially as you get closer to retirement, those are the years they look at the top 35 income earning years mm-hmm. for Social Security. And that's usually when you're making the most. You want to make for sure most included. of us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You want gotcha. to make sure they're they're getting all those higher paying years in there to calculate it, to increase what your Social Security will be calculated to. Because right. They use this magic, <laughs> you know, this this magic thing to, to determine what it right. is. I mean, it is. It's so you want to make sure that all the right, right. components right. are in the spell. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um so mm-hmm. anyway but let's talk about then you're getting to let's say you're you're towards the end of your 50s you're getting into your 60s your 70s so you're in that home stretch yes when do you take social security so that's a good question to look at and that's going to depend on how long are you working um when do you need to start drawing an income mm-hmm. do you have a pension so um, what's what does the your longest, savings look like i mean the earliest and the latest right so if you are a widower or widow, you could, hypothetically, you could start at 60. Mm-hmm. There are widow benefits that could start at 60. Um, if you're disabled, there's other, obviously, other things that could be sooner than that. But once you, for traditionally, for Social Security, it's 62. Okay. And it's funny. I mean, most people, once they get into their 60s, they know. Yes. They know Social Security pretty well. Right. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. I know I could take here. I know my full retirement age is whatever, you know, right. 65 or 66 in two months. hmm um, but the longest that you could wait would be 70. Okay. It doesn't increase beyond that. So there's no point in waiting any longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some people, you know, we have that conversation. We'd look at the rest of their picture and some people just start taking it either at 62 or 64 or whenever it is that they retire. Right. If you're still working though, and you want to start drawing social security before what's considered your full retirement age, mm-hmm. you will have some kind of penalized if your income is over a certain point. Okay. So, it may or may not make sense if you're still working. But if you're going to retire and you're going to stop working right. and you're maybe 63 or 64, then I would at least sit down and talk to someone. It might make sense to start to drawing start. it. Mm-hmm. It just depends. You right. know, it really it depends on if you, it depends on what the rest of your savings looks like, what you have because there could be a benefit to letting that grow or maybe you start drawing from your savings and you wait on your social security. I mean, there's different strategies to do at that point. Right. And it really depends on the person, right? So when we are looking at that magic stew of what years they look at as far as income goes, if you're at an age where you could be taking it out, but you choose not to, because you're like, well, I'm fine. And I'm going to have like a part-time job. Does the fact that that income is lower is that going to impact what you get, even though you're at the, am, 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 do you, yeah, you see yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to get that to? You're all of a sudden because making I, a lower income. Yes, yes exactly. and no, because they take only the top 35 years. Okay. So if okay. you've worked, right, if, if some of your years in your 20s, you made more than you're working part time. So at they don't take three. They don't that start may not from count at the all. last 35 years. No, nope, they okay. take the top 35 Fair years. Enough. Okay, thank you. So that may or may not impact, right? Okay. 
But even waiting a year or two could just increase your payout of Social Security, whether you're even working or not and right. paying anything in or not. Could you know it would increase it because they increase it by what seven eight percent. Um, you know, they kind of, again, it's this magic calculation, right? Yes. They start, you know, your full retirement age is kind of that, that threshold. And then they deduct from there. The sooner you take it, they add from there, the longer, the longer you wait. You wait. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the general rule of thumb to keep it simple. Right. Um, to keep something have, that we know is slightly complicated, as simple oh, as possible. Man. Right. It is. Every time I teach a social security class, mm-hmm. uh, I get new questions and I think, gosh, I've never had that question before right right <laughs> let's, let's find that one yes, out so yes. i've learned a ton about social security over the years but still feel like there's so much there's to so learn much the, so yeah. much to learn um, but we deal a lot with social security so estate planning that's another one that comes into play um, but that's also something we talk a lot about it's important to have certain documents especially your powers of attorney your health care directives if you have kids, you definitely want to have some of that estate planning stuff in place because that's where you you would say these are our wishes, our intentions for what we would want to happen to our kids right. if anything were to happen to us. Otherwise, it's the state's plan, which it may or may not coincide with what your desires and your wishes would be for right. your kids. So and another thing things. that we remind people that is an empowering thing. This is not a we're trying right. to be Debbie Downers over right. here. We're not going, hey, let's talk about what happens when we die. That's not it. It's, no. you know, you, you once you get it done, mm-hmm. like me knowing that I have this stack of papers that have things spelled out. If something, gosh, I hope I never do, it have, I have to worry about it. Yeah. But it's taken care of. Right. It's just done. Right. And now and I know I've mentioned this a few times, but if you are someone who you've been meaning to get your estate planning done, um, reach out because we may be able to help you get it done a lot less yes. than what it would cost. And it, if that's not the case, I'll let you know that you're going to need to talk to an attorney and get some additional planning done. But we're able to do it for a lot less because of the different online and virtual resources and things out there. If someone has done it before, but they want somebody to look at it and update it for them, can they help? Can they contact you for that as well? They can. What I would say is it's those major life changes, like, okay. right? If you've gotten divorced, if you're now married, if uh, you had children that maybe were minors before, but now you want to name them um, in a, you know, in an, maybe as a trustee or something. Right. Those are some of the things that, yes, you probably do want to update it. Right? Okay. And I'm not an attorney, so there's, yeah. there's other, obviously there's other things outside of that that would also dictate that you'd want to update estate planning. But, right. um, but I'm happy to help people at least look at some of those things and point you in the right direction if I can't, you know, take you that step further. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. and you can go to clearstepfinancial.com. Um, and like I said, whether it's, whether it's estate planning questions, whether it's overall financial advising, whether it's retirement things, just request that complimentary consultation. And one of us will reach out to you, Carla, my, you know, Carla, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I get on my siblings sometimes. She's your mom. <laughs> but um, so, yes, Carla yes. Uh, or myself are happy to, uh, to get back to you on any questions that you have on those things. Right. So, do we have any, uh, uh, seminars that are coming right now that we should remind people about if they go to your events tab. You know, yeah, go to our events tab because we do have some seminars coming up. We usually we do them in the spring and in the fall. And if if you want to know what the lineups are or there's one that stands out, um, because we'll typically will do the things on Social Security, estate planning. We do basic financial concept ones that are just really good information. But go to the website and you can see the lineup. And if there's one of particular interest, just sign up for it now. Even if it's not for a few months, you'll get reminders then. Right. Um, and they're all, none of them cost anything. You can just get the education, sit at home, you know, open up a <laughs> bottle of wine and right. take some notes. Uh, yes. It's just, it's really great educational Start information. Start that process of asking those questions. That was one of the things in the last one that I popped into. Mm-hmm. Just the variety of questions. Where I'm like, oh, 
Yes. I am curious about that. Yeah. Because somebody else had it and went, yeah. oh, yeah. All right. Right. I hadn't even thought about that question, but I want to know too. Exactly. Right? You know, yeah. somebody told like, you know, should I take all my money out and just buy cans of gold? Like, what, should right. I, what am I supposed to do? Right. Like, what are there other people thinking? What are mm-hmm. their strategies? And Because and yeah. that's not a conversation I would normally start with just a person. You know, <laughs> go, so what are you doing with your finances? Right. So to see how other people are thinking about it. Yeah. The Q&A time can be very interesting. Right, right. It's a great time to ask a question. Right. Well, as we are getting ready to wrap up today, do we know what we're talking about next week and what people can listen to as we move forward? So next week we're toying with a few different topics because Mm -hmm. then I know the following week after that we have Easter. Yes. This is what I would say too, though. We really do our best to try to have some fun, informative topics. But if there's a topic that you are thinking, gosh, I wish they would talk about this or I've been wondering more about this, Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We love topic ideas. Um, we draw topic ideas from all over the place. Right. Um, so I know sometimes, Shannon, you send us stuff too. Like, Here's an article that I thought was interesting. Yeah. Let's cover that. Right. Sonny, mm-hmm. Sonny, mm-hmm. let us know, Sonny, too, <laughs> if there's a topic. Yes, ma'am, I will. Yes. Because <laughs> so, um, we love it, but we, we also we want it to be informational, helpful. We want it to be, you know, timely. So. Right. Well, we always encourage them to go to your website. I want to do website. a financial show for the cuties. The oh, your cutie booty fit. All the cuties. Yes. That, like, you mean cutie, those little clementines? Like? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I like it. We'll talk about that. I know exactly what you mean. Okay. So if you have any suggestions, you can go ahead and contact us. Just go to clearstepfinancial.com or you can go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword, health and wealth. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and I'm the co-host of Everyday Wealth, a podcast presented by Edelman Financial Engines. On each episode, experienced wealth planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other experts join in to discuss the financial decisions that shape your life and explore what wealth really means. Because wealth isn't just a number. It's your values, your goals, the dreams you want to achieve with your money. We talk about what's happening in the markets, tax-efficient investing, how to reach your retirement goals, and so much more. So tune in. New episodes premiere each weekend. If you have a question for us to address on the program, you can send it to everydaywealth.com and you can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review because we love hearing what you think. Miss Chotsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners.